What's going on, everybody? Let's see, who do we have here? We're a few minutes early tonight because our guest is pressed for time, and uh, he's got uh, uh, children and things. Uh, anybody out there, you know what uh, um, you know what I mean. So uh, um, we're going to go on just a couple minutes early. Diggins, Diggins says that he will be uh, uh, skating in. Uh, you'll you probably see him slide in uh, uh, here shortly. Hopefully, he can make it before uh, we have our guest on. Who we got? Uh, Frontline Cigars. What is going on? So uh, Jack and Mo, what it what it be? Let me check my phone because I forgot to shut that off. Okay. Uh, Kevin Corbelis, what is going on? Pete F. Pete, what's going on? Pete, I got to get you a prize out. You won the um, uh, the prize for uh, guessing that I changed shirts. Pete is on fire with these guests or these uh, prizes and these uh, um, these games that we play. So um, um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, we uploaded a video yesterday. That was the Mr. Candela. Uh, Jessica had a gun. Well, Mo from Frontline Cigars probably wouldn't call it a gun, but it still put a hole in somebody because it's a Glock, the best gun ever, ever made, ever. Um, Jim, what is going on? Ed, Ed, what's going on, man? I just got your order out. I sent you an email with your, your tracking uh, shirtless mic. What is going on? So, all right, let's get to the uh, the cigar medics, uh, uh, the cut and the light, because like I said our guest is going to be coming on at eight o'clock, and we want to get him on and get the ball rolling right away. Adam Wolf, what is going on, Adam? All right, cigar medics, the cut and light. I got a new angle of the camera. I've got I'm uh, resetting up the studio, kind of in a different. Ooh, this that, that stuck like it was going to be a little dry. Not too bad, 62. So I thought it was going to be a little, a little drier than that. So all right, what's everybody smoking tonight? God, I need to. Uh, I didn't have Jessica's. Oh, her deep V is somewhere, so I'm at the crown cut this one, and I just jacked this cigar all up. Where is her? I think it's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it'll be okay. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, shirtless Mike, I saw you using the humidimeter. Uh, super stoked. Heather Payne, what is going on, ma'am? Let me get this lit here. All right. I am not. Oh, God, that's about out of juice. Oh, I think uh, Miss Cigar Props' other lighter is here. And it's about out of juice, too. I'm not prepared. Just got to light one more time. Come on. Let's keep it lit. All right. Perfect. Almost perfect. All right. So, uh, and I forgot to let the, uh, the, the cut and light segment brought to you by Cigar Medics, the humidimeter. And when we go early, I'm just all disconnected discombobulated i need to get back my show notes in order here we go so tonight i am smoking the uh the fratello the which one is this one this is the the bianco is it bianco or blanco bianco all right maybe that's diggins wrong link ah crap so uh hold on one second everybody Diggins. 
let me just send Omar the make sure I sent him the correct link as well. Let's see if it gets uh, if they get in here. So as always, uh, make sure you uh, uh, download the Drew Diplomat app. You can take a picture with your uh, with your cigar. You can redeem that picture for points, or you can redeem your points for to get swag contest things. It's a it's it's it is a rough night here at the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios, which I forgot to mention at the beginning. Everybody knows my Drew Diplomat sign that's up there. And uh, all right, dig in. Oh, you're in here. I'm almost home, man. So, all right. So, uh, so I take so so you're not smoking anything yet? No, I'm running late. Oh, that that's that that's okay. So it 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 it, it, it is what it is. A little little loud on your end. So, uh, but uh, let's see. Let me just see who's going on. PF having a blue line right on. So, uh, front line. So, uh, my, I want a Bugatti lighter. Everybody wants the Bugatti lighter, except uh, except for the fact that uh, you can't use a bleed tool with it. They take those little pods. So, gonna Bugatti's gonna put me out of business. So, uh, Diggins on the road. Care via Hante. What is going on? Care. Go. So what, what are you gonna be? What are you gonna be smoking tonight, Diggins? I'm your, uh... I've got um, some Fratello boxers at the house. I'm oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, I I haven't had the boxer yet. Okay. Well, what are you gonna smoke? I am smoking the uh, the Fratello Bianca. Oh, okay. So let me just uh, I'm just clearing my phone here. So yeah, just waiting for Omar to chime in. Uh, he's in D.C. He's on our time zone, so he should be chiming in any any time now. There he is. Hey, Diggins, I'm going to bring you down because your car is really, really loud. Okay, yeah. I'll, you want me just to, when I get home five minutes from now? Yeah, yeah. Chime back in. All right. What is going on? What's up, buddy? Omar DeFrias, literally the largest man in the cigar world. <laughs> uh, yeah, how, I will admit how, to that. You are. Is have you ever met anybody taller than you? No, 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 no. Nobody's taller than me. Uh, I was actually last week with um, Antonio, uh, Tony Gomez, uh, the son for La Flor Dominicana. Oh, okay, so, okay, yeah. Founder Lito Gomez, and uh, we were hanging out. And we were just chilling, and he was telling me how how incredible it is that I came into this industry. He was the tallest dude ever, and all of a sudden, I fucking immediately took over his title how tall now how tall is he when you see pictures he's, about, you, he's six seven. Oh, okay yeah. okay so so so, so you, he's pretty you, tall too but he's just not six nine just like me yeah six seven my, my brother-in-law is six seven what a beast i'm six one and i'm like the tallest you know around you know but yeah six then six nine i can't even <laughs> I, I, I i i can't even imagine so so all right so a little bit in case anybody doesn't know who Omar uh, for uh, DeFrius is owner of Fratello Cigars. I've got a little, a little bit. Like I said we'll we'll get in. Let I'll explain to everybody who you are. So we're going to start back from the very, very beginning. 
You were born November 4th, 1978 in Santa Dominga in the Dominican Republic to a Puerto Rican mother and a Dominican father. You have, right. a, you have an undergraduate degree in hotel management and marketing from a university in the Dominican. You have a degree in business management and international relationships from New York. You went back to uh, uh, Puerto Rico and got your MBA. Sometime after getting your MBA, this is when my timeline gets a little skewed. NASA chose you out of 400 candidates to become a project manor, manager. And during that time working for NASA, you were still traveling the country, selling the cigars on weekends, working at NASA during the week. And then one other thing, sometime between all of this, you also played professional basketball player, or you were a professional basketball player, and you're not even 42 years old yet. <laughs> you're, 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 you are for you. I got to give it to you, man. I have had some people do their research. And then I've had you in my life, okay? That is the most impressive research I have ever seen in the cigar industry done as a whole. So kudos to you, number one, because almost every single part of the fact that you basically share with your audience is 100% true. I, it, was, um, it was 2004 when I got into NASA, and, uh, and, uh, and I started working for them, and I was there for about 12 years, and it was true, about three and a half years before I left, I decided to uh, to start Fratello, and the, the rest was history. So, great, great synopsis. God, it's do you ever sleep? I mean, I I I work a full time job. I have a full time job. I own the company Cigar Prop. Another full time job is, is handling the show. You know, and people ask me, you know, do you ever sleep? And now I'm going to be like, I, I sleep like a baby because Omar Defrias obviously never <laughs> sleeps. Ever, I don't sleep too much, unfortunately, because actually sleep does me very good. Um, whenever I'm, uh, I'm on vacation, and this is this is when you know you're in lack of some serious sleep. Uh, whenever I go on vacation, like I will wake up and I'm like, "What time is it? Like, what time is it?" And people are like, "Oh, it's like, uh, like, it's like twelve thirty, or it's like eleven thirty. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, like what's going on? Do we, do we like go to sleep at five or six? And they're like, no, we went to sleep like around 11 o'clock. So you slept for like 12 hours. So I'm like, I did? And it's like, is the world coming to an end? Like, what is going on right now? That, that's just when you know your body is just done. When you when you can yeah. sleep, I mean, because after you're about 20 years old, you can't sleep for 12 hours anymore. No. Unless, no. You're, unless your body is just done. Absolutely yes. done. Yes. And it's just... Uh, it, 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 it's brutal. So let, let's get into your cigars. Uh, uh, two questions I want to, what is the meaning of Fratello? So Fratello is my nickname from college. I was being as smart as in college and I started uh, uh, calling people mio fratello, which means brother in Italian. And so uh, I just thought it was just too old to call people, hey, mi hermano, what's up, brother? So I wanted to call him a little bit something different. So I started saying, what's up, Fratello? So we just like joke around with it. And then people started calling me my fratello. And like, no, no, motherfucker, don't call me my fratello. <laughs> like, I'm calling you, what's up, brother? Like, so I was started explaining it, right? I did not want to embrace his nickname. And all of a sudden, man, you don't choose your parents, so you choose your nickname in life. And it stuck with me so bad. People still call me Mike Fratello. And I'm like, Mike Fratello, bro, that's a coach in the U.S., man. He, <laughs> he coaches for basketball. Like, stop calling me. My it got the back a lot of control. 
God. So, okay, so that 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 makes sense now. So, you know, uh, Dominican, Puerto Rican, you chose an Italian nickname. So to... Uh, <laughs> Is it United Nations? Okay? It, United Nations of cigars. Exactly. And then, so as, as I lit up this, uh, 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 which is my, my classic go-to... Um, uh, I love this. It, it's, love the Bianco. It's it's this band. So, why why the band? Why the 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 breakaway from the traditional yeah. the traditional band? And how hard is it to put this band on? So it's me hating everything about uh, <laughs> the uh, branding industry around our cigar around our cigar business. I hated everything about it. Like I, th- there was just very few companies that I would say like, my God. Like that band impressed me, or there were very few businesses that I would look up to in terms of branding. And so I was just, so I told my guy, it was a very simple, it was the simplest conversation ever. I told my guy, you see everything that's out there? He said, yes, I don't want to see anything that looks even remotely like it. And it's like, damn, Omar, like, you want me to like, so we spent seven months, this is not a joke, seven months, man, trying to come up with this design. And I remember the moment I, I said, this is it, I was on a train and I was headed into Washington, into Washington, D.C. Um, I was on the blue line. Man, I remember the time. It was 8.09. And I remember getting this uh, message from the moment the train departed the, uh, the, the, the underground station where there was no signal. I got the mail on top. I was reading my paper. So I opened it up. It was my designer. And it said, I think we have something incredible here. So I open it up and I see this, which is basically what you see here at my hat, is that design of like this angled, which if you cut this like that, this is basically like the face of Fratello. Yeah. So I saw this and I almost flipped the hell out. It's like, this is it. And the first question that I asked was like, well, how the hell are we going to put this back on? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how do you, I mean, is it a simple roll or do you guys have a jig? I mean, Now it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a process. Um, for so the ladies at the that put the bands on, they get quotas. They have to put about eight hundred some bands, um, you know, for the amount of time that they have allotted. It, it and it could depend. It could be an hour, two hours, three hours. It just depends. They uh, they got the Fratello band, and every single Fratello band to put on them takes about three times what it takes to dress of the stuff. So it was insane, man. The amount of biscocho and uh, and tres leches that I had to bring in cake for the ladies <laughs> was beyond your imagination because they hated me. But it ended up working out really good because they, they it's the band that they feel the most proud of out of a lot of the stuff that they put on outside of their stuff, obviously, because Soya Nicaragua has got a lot of really, really cool stuff, cool things going on. But the Fratello band is just very, very special. It, it, and it's got to be a little bit more expensive because when you're die-cutting something, look at yeah. the waist. You know, you can't go in straight lines all the way down a sheet. So to die-cut this, so that's... Uh, that's right. So, all right, I think I see our co-host, Diggins. He's in the uh, he's in the green room here. So, Diggins, are you there? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet? All right, so we're going we're gonna listen to listen to him for... Uh, so... So, so we got the uh, the the bands. I want to go um, straight into which uh, this wasn't on the uh, the my questions that I sent you, but the uh, uh, the Fratello Firecracker. Are we ever going to see? Yes. This? We are going to see this again. 
So, so the firecracker was a uh, was a product um, that was done specifically for a retailer out in uh, um, New Hampshire. Yep, two guys. Yep. See now though, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to try and do something where uh, we potentially may release it. We don't know what's going to look like or whatnot yet. Um, I don't expect to have the exact same design. But it's something that we're definitely playing around with because uh, it's just such an incredible. But have you tried this yet? Have you tried the cigar? The the firecracker? Yes. Let me tell you the story um, about the firecracker. So um, I had a, a friend of mine with the uh, the smoking shields. He sent me three cigars because at that time I think it was the um, the the Steve Saka firecracker was being released and uh, put on. Yes. My, oh, I, I've got to try that cigar. So he sent me three. He sent me the Roma Craft firecracker. Well, he sent me two Romacrafts, two Fratellos, and two Dunbarton. Um, I had never heard of Fratello cigars at this point. Never heard of it. So, and I knew knew Steve Saka personally. I knew Dunbarton. And I wasn't a big fan of Romacraft cigars. So, I had my my wife disband all of them. She knew everything I was smoking. So, I smoked two cigars. I kept notes over a week's period. And then at the very end, I picked a winner, and it was a close winner, and uh, and your cigar came out on top. Yes, uh, over uh, <laughs> um, over over the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Firecracker, and then the Roma Craft. And like I said, and because I knew Steve, I knew I couldn't be involved in this contest. You know, the, of course. So so she it was completely blind. So and, I'll tell you this. Um, this is not the first time I hear this. I I honestly do believe for the core of my heart. I know Steve. I know. Uh, uh, skip very well. I'm a big fan of everything that they do, but um, I honestly do believe I have the, you know, probably the best firecracker out there. It's because the flavor profile, and I've smoked them all, by the way. I've tried them all. The flavor profile on the Fratello uh, firecracker is is a multitude of flavors playing in your mouth, man. I mean, it's just, there's got that sweetness and there's a little bit of that pepper. Um, and because of the this, this short ring gauge and, uh, and the, the length of the smoke, to me, it it makes it for a very just like a perfect cigar. So we 100% are looking into potentially doing this in a uh, in a larger uh, in a larger setting. Yeah, because uh, uh, Steve brought his firecracker back for a full release, and uh, and and it's doing fantastic. Um, I don't know if anybody else is ever going to re-release their firecrackers, but but yours is. Like I said, I, I can tell you, that yours is the best firecracker. That they that they've ever had. So, I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love uh, it. Was, uh, I love uh, it. Uh, so uh, so su- super super cool. Thank um, you. Getting on to a couple other things that, that you do. You also brew your own beer. I do. Where 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 can people find your your beer and what is the name of your beer? So the name of my beer is called Fratello Beer, which is basically uh, we do it here out of uh, uh, a, a place called uh, per- it's in Percival, Virginia. And it's called Adroit Theory Brewing Company. These guys, um, hands down, they do the best stout, Russian, you know, Russian imperial stout in the entire DMV area. I think it's fantastic. Um, and I'm a fan of that. And that's how we started off first with Terminal Descent. It's a Russian imperial stout that we pair with one of my cigars, which is the one that you're smoking right now, which is the Fratello Bianco. And it was fantastic. And uh, I'm a huge, 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 huge fan of that. And one of the things that I was trying to do was I, I love a big, I love a IPA, a double IPA. Uh, and I wanted to try getting into the IPA world and see how we can pair one of my cigars with it. And we did, we paired the Fratello Oro, 
which is a Connecticut shade, very creamy, very full flavor. And I paired it with one of my cigars, and it was incredible. So came out with the Russian, with the uh, IPA um, about three, four weeks ago. We hit the shelves. Within a week or so, uh, it was sold out of almost 10 to 12 of the total wines in the DMV. And when we go out to search for the rest ones, they're still there, and it is phenomenal. So um, you definitely got to get your hands on this. It's all in total wines, primarily in Northern Virginia. And hopefully we'll be able to like access it very soon to other cities. Okay, yeah, because yeah, we have a lot of total wines down in our area, so I'll have to ask them about it and see if they can get it in. So I yeah. see Dig- Dig- Diggins, are you all ready? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Diggins. This right, is great. this is Omar. Omar, this is our our uh, our co-host Diggins. He was running a little Diggins, late. Diggins, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, good. I see the logo for Fox Cigars, and I see another logo here. Is this just Frontline Cigars? Yeah, these these are all of the sponsors of the show. We got uh, Steve from Frontline Cigars. He's in the uh, the chat panel now. We got a uh, cigar good. cigar bundles of Miami. Um, Corona cigars, cigar medics, the humidity. Now, if you cigar, do you, are you familiar with cigar medics and their humidimeter? I do not. I'm not. Oh, this is the greatest device. This is actually, I'm not sure if you use this down in your factories, but it's a psychrometer for measuring moisture. Okay. But, but they actually came out for one. So instead of measuring moisture like in 12, 13, 14, that type of percentage, um, what it does is it measures it in a relative humidity. That the average cigar. I think I've seen this device before. So um, yeah, you basically turn it on, you imprint the prongs, and then it gives you a readout of what the percentage. And this one is sixty-two percent. So you know, you know, you know exactly what the percentage of your cigar. I love this. So I will, I will get with you after the show, and then um, uh, I will send you one to try out. Please, Um, I would love to check it out. So uh, a few people I know. Uh, um, Saka's got one. I know uh, uh, Rocky Rocky Patel Nimish. Uh, they all, they all have one and use one. So we'll definitely get one your way, and we can kind of spot check your uh, your your cigars on on occasion. I, I just so, this boxer before I lit it up, and it was at sixty. I love the fact that you're smoking the boxer. So it was at sixty-seven when I right before I lit it. So good. So, so super cool. So, um, um, uh, I know we're pressed for a little bit of time, but, uh, so a few space questions because I, I am a space <laughs> geek. And like I said, that's all I watch on TV is, uh, uh, the planets, the planets and beyond how the universe works, everything about space. So do you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson? I do not. Uh, I need, I need, I need, I have, I have questions that only an astrophysicist can answer. So I need to get okay. What about what about Mike Massimino? Yes, you do know Mike. I do. Okay, I may have to get his contact because he might be able to help me out with those. Is same he a questions. cigar smoker? What's that, Mike? No, if, Mike. Mike's an astronaut. I know, but is he a cigar smoker? Oh, I don't know. I just have questions. So <laughs> it's uh, and and questions that Google can't quite help me with. So um, so uh, so yes, we'll definitely I'll definitely reach out, but um. So, do you still follow the space program? Are you are you huge into SpaceX? You're excited about what everybody's doing. So, so unfortunately, since I left NASA, my uh, my entire focus. Oh, are you with me? Yep, you guys, uh, yep, yep. I, I got you. Cut out for a second, but yeah, you're you're about you're out. You're back. You're back. Hello. Yep, yeah. I got you. 
Uh-oh. You're good, man. Oh, you can hear me perfect. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 we got you. So I was telling you guys that I, um, you know, ever since I left NASA, it was, it's been just insane for me to basically be able to like keep up with not only NASA and the amount of stuff that we are doing as an agency, but, uh, but everything as a whole, like even politics, even like just like current events, man, like every single day of my life revolves around Fratello cigars. Uh, but obviously, yes, I do still keep my pulse, obviously, because I was just with uh, some of my NASA friends very recently. And, uh, and we, we spent a lot of time together. We talked about some of the challenges that the agency has now as a whole because of obviously all of the things that are happening with SpaceX and uh, Virgin Atlantic and everybody else, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, doing their own things to basically get us back safely mm-hmm. uh, into orbit. Um, so I know we still got a bit of a ways to go, but I know I know it's just a matter of keeping it safe. That's been that's basically their biggest challenge. Exactly. Um, yeah. if, if I if I go over to Kennedy Space Center and I drop your name, will that get me anything with somebody? I can't hear you for some reason. No. Right off here. Can you hear me? Can you hear either one of us? Yeah, for no. some reason the the, the 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 sound is off. Okay. Should I leave and re- and re- yeah 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 leave and then come back in? Okay, let me do that. But yeah, J- Jessica is irritated. I watch so much about space. It's just uh, it's it's the aliens. It's the uh, it's the 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 vast distances. It's uh, it it's it's yeah. you know, it, it blows me away. So uh, Homer Kennedy rocket launches all the time. Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I used to live over that way as a kid, and I was actually at school, and, and like I said, when the space shuttle, and I, I wasn't very far away, you know, yeah. that, we, that we can see at the, uh, um, uh, when the Challenger um, uh-huh. exploded. We were, we were right there, but we were so young, we didn't understand what we were, what well, we were see, seeing. What was that like, uh, man, I want to say second, first, second, third grade, somewhere around there, uh, oh, when the Challenger went? Yeah. Are you there? You got us? Yep. My apologies. I was listening. I couldn't hear anything. Oh, that, that's okay. We were just talking about um. Uh, I was uh, uh. I lived over by Kennedy when I was a kid, and we actually watched. Oh, I love it. We actually watched when the Challenger, uh, that that accident happened, and that was, um, that was you know, horrible. But we used to love watching. I think that's what got me into space and rockets and yeah. just being able to go outside because everything in, in our school every time there was a rocket launch the school shut down and we all went outside and just watched it and you could see, and yeah. it was just, uh, um, um, so cool just to see that. And I've always wanted to go up close cause I want to feel that power, you know, of just- I was there for SDS 135, man. And yeah. I'll tell you this, um, I've never really felt quite, you know, anything quite like it. I mean, it's like, it's like my entire body was just like shaking. Yeah. I, uh, I lost my mind in the process. So I was like, Oh my God. Like, this has got to be the coolest job on the face of this earth. I mean, when you have access to talking to astronauts, some of the smartest people in the world, um, understanding that everything that they that NASA does is not so much surrounding, you know, doing doing new things or trying to explore this and that. It really is a all around research, man. That's just what NASA is all about: is research, research and development, research and development. The more the, the more data we can mine, the better, not only we are as an agency, but all of our uh, universities. Because we have, that's one of the things a lot of people don't know about NASA, is the amount of uh, university programs that we have. 
to uh, enhance, you know, the the minds of the young 21-year-old Kevins, 22-year-old Diggins, 25-year-old Omars that are just looking to create some really cool stuff, but they just don't have the resources as an agency or as a university. But NASA supports them with the amount of research that we have done so that we can achieve those guys' dreams. So it's pretty cool stuff. That's cool. And now there's yeah, actually, cool, the, yeah. yeah, there's actually one place in Florida and you can actually visit it, I guess in the, the 50, 60, 70, I, I don't know when it was, but that they were testing a rocket engine and there was no testing facility that could hold the rocket sideways and still contain the rocket for a test. So they actually built the rocket into the earth. So the only thing that is showing are the little, the rocket pods. And there's these three giant ones I mean, the size of Olympic-sized swimming pools from, like, the pictures. And that's the only thing that's still above ground. So when they tested it, it actually – they used the earth as the uh, the backstop. So yeah. super – Get this. This is something uh, – uh, when I my, – on my first travel to Stennis Space Center, which is in Mississippi, um, they it's where we test all of our engines. Uh, we test them there first, and then we travel and transport them to Cape Canaveral for everything to be put together and all that good stuff. Uh, it goes through Marshall Space Flight Center as well, so there's a few steps and stuff like that. But once it gets to Cape Canaveral, once it gets to spent to Stennis, is what we test them all. And uh, uh, you know, a lot of our engineers are very proud, obviously, of what we do. And they said that the only people that can make it rain in Mississippi is God and NASA <laughs> because of the amount of water that in sheer volume of water that we would use to be able to test it. The evaporation will go so big, it would just grow and literally, and literally rain afterwards. God. So, so, so there were, was there a lot, you know, anything within like NASA and what you did for NASA? Did that translate over to the cigar industry to help you get ahead in the cigar industry, produce a cigar? So, is there anything like crossovers that, that helped you be a better cigar owner? So I think so, man. I, I, I think we, uh, we're a very organized business. Um, uh, out of a, a lot of people, what a lot of people see out there, uh, they see me on the road nonstop. They see me hustling like, a, like it's going out of business. And I, and, I, and I do. I go everywhere, man. I, I'm leaving tomorrow at 6.30 in the morning. I leave for Chicago. And then from Chicago, I go to Tampa the next day. Tampa, I fly into Fort Lauderdale. And then Fort Lauderdale, I spend a couple of days. Then I go back home, and then it re we repeat it every other week. And so, it's um, it's the management, uh, it's the program project management of it, and it's the research part of it that I think I've been able to bring into the industry as a whole, because I'm the guy that never stops asking questions, and I want to know everything I can. Um, obviously, very two different industries when we're talking about aerospace engineering. Uh, business management, uh, international relations, and the cigar industry, but the the basics do not change. Mm -hmm. The basics are, you know, it's a project. Any business is a project, so that's what I did. That was my background was program and project management. Project management. So I yeah. treated I treated my business as a project, and that's what been so successful. I mean, not a whole lot of people can say they can go ahead and quit a two hundred thousand dollar year job and go ahead. I mean, I had Steve Saka. Tell me three weeks ago before we came, uh, uh, you know, while well, we were in Puro Sabor, and he was looking at me and saying, I have no idea what the hell you did that, Omar. I'm like, well, I mean, it's called organization. It's called, uh, it's called business management. But because it is policy, I will not deny this is a very hard business to get uh, ahead on. 
Mm -hmm. But if you're passionate and you got the right mind in the organization, you can pull it off. I, that's it. And so, I mean, we, we all can't have jobs like Saka where we where we leave, you know, leave a big company uh, and then uh, go go start our own. So um, he, that's he, what I told him. It's like you're the one to talk. Huh? Yeah. You were making millions of dollars in real estate, and all of a sudden you come here to make a couple of pennies. Like what's up? Yeah. It's like, well, I had to go to like uh, New Hampshire or some shit like that. that was yeah, cool. yeah, that's it. That's, that's where that's where he he lives. So, um, uh, before before we let you go here, because I know I said you got to got to be going. Aliens. What what about the aliens? What about the? Uh, are, are they? Do you, do you have any proof? Do you, what did you see? Did you see anything? So I'll tell you what the NASA one of the smartest NASA administrators I've ever met, and uh, one of the smartest people I've ever known. His name is Mike Griffin. Uh, and he was the uh, NASA administrator for a long time, um, and uh, seven PhDs, two two master's degrees, and one MBA. This man has not stopped studying a day in his life. So he was approached with this question while I was actually shadowing him, because um, I was doing a shadow opportunity with. I was having a chance of opportunity basically to like see him do his work, stuff like that. And somebody, like a kid, asked him the question. He says, well, let me tell you this. We don't have the tangible proof to say that there is. But if you ask me, son, I believe. So right on. That, that, is, a, that is a great there, – there, there's another cigar reviewer that's, that's, uh, that undeniably says we are it in the entire known universe. We are – and I, I get into these battles with him. And it's just I can't I can't win, you know. So um, so yeah. So uh, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 let you go here because I know you got uh, children in the background. So I just um, everybody that um, uh, you'll you'll find a, a link to for full time dad a week and a full time and a full time on the road another week. So yes, exactly. So we'll leave, leave a link in we'll leave a link in the show notes to uh, below oh to your website. But uh, a shout out on everybody in the world knows. I'm a, I'm a stickler on websites. There, there are way more bad cigar owner websites than there are good. And until today, I had a couple that were on my top list. Nobody has a website like you, period. It is the best. It is, I sent your a web website link to my son who builds all of our websites. And I'm like, you need to up your game because your, <laughs> your website is flawless it loads instantly it's interactive it's self-navigating it's perfect thank you for thank, thank you so much thank, thank you I for love, that i love 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 to hear this i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to my team they're gonna be flipping out over your nose that, that is so so a job well done because uh, uh skip thank martin you. skip martin may be a good guy you ever been to the romacraft website Woo! It's a, a little bit of a. I think I think they know. I think they need to uh, retake some new pictures. They, they they need to do something. Just anything. Love you, Skip. Love you, Mike. Yeah, yes, anything. So all right, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll I'll finish up with this. Uh, okay, real quick. I would love to for all your guys if they get a chance to. Uh, we we built a new uh, uh, YouTube channel. It's called Imperfect Pairings. That I would love for everybody to start following and subscribing and liking and sharing. Because I think they're gonna love the content, especially with the with the questions you asked me today and some of the things that we've gone through. I think your guys will absolutely one hundred percent love it. It's called Imperfect Pairings, and it's basically because of all my travels and I travel all over the world and all over the U.S. Uh, I basically do episodes with my cigars and the things that I find that are different in every country. So I've done episodes with like 
you know, Aquavit, which is a very interesting drink out of uh, Norway. I've done inter- uh, episodes out of Budapest with Palinka. Done episodes with uh, uh, Chacolí out of the north of Spain. And so for anybody out there who loves to smoke cigars and loves to hear more content uh, about uh, different experiences when it comes to pairing your cigars with different things, mm-hmm. log on to Imperfect Pairings. And uh, I hope you get a chance to follow us and like us and uh, let us know your comments as well. It, Absolutely. It's a great channel. I, I watched three episodes on my way to work this morning. Good. So, uh, so right on. Thank you for being here. And, uh, Guys, and you said, and you said you're going to, you said you're going to be in Tampa in a few days. Or are you doing it? I am going to be there in, uh, I'm going to be there on Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, so that's tomorrow. Uh, or, the day after tomorrow. No, day after tomorrow. Okay. So are you doing an event over there? So no event. Uh, I'm landing because I'm going to do uh, a couple of on-site visits, and then I go to Daytona because I have an event in Daytona. Oh, okay. So no, if, you, if you were doing an event in Tampa, I'd come. I'd come over and see you, but uh, it's not too we far. We should away. still come out. I mean, send yeah. me a text, man. Let's let's see if we can meet up and still have a couple of drinks or have a cigar. I I do a lot of business with King Corona. Uh, okay. Down in uh, Ybor City. So if you're there. We'd love to get a chance to uh, connect, and I already got a couple of uh, subscribers, followers. Jessica just just uh, yeah. got in, so I love your following, man. It's fantastic. Right on, Omar. Thank you, uh, and uh, you you have a good night, man. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank All right, you so thanks, much, Omar. Many blessings. We'll stay together, okay? All right, thanks. Talk to you later. Okay. Cheers. Bye. All right, let me uh, let me change our, uh, our our background here, and here we go. So, all right, so it was a uh, it was it was a short interview. It was I know he was super pressed for time. He uh, yeah. he had his he had his kids this weekend, so he's got to uh, wind down the uh, um, uh, his children because, like I said, he's flying out tomorrow morning. So I don't know. I may I may have to call or I may have to let my boss know that I'm not going to work Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Go down so, to Omar, uh, smoke a cigar, have a few drinks with him. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's better than any day at work. Yeah, so, it is. so I'm uh, sure you can uh, pick him out in the crowd, man. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So I want I want to apologize to everybody for not getting your comments, throwing them up on the screen. I just knew we were like said, just so uh, so pressed. So a nerdy Kevin in the house. Uh, Kevin is a nerd. Uh, I'm talking. Uh, um, yeah, uh, no no lie. I I, I live live to learn. So um, let's see everybody else. I hear kids in the background. Those were his kids. I'm not sure how many kids he has. The age, the sounded like there was more than two, and they yeah. sounded they they sounded uh, uh, young. Yeah. So, so uh, oh, cigar uh, cigar medics is on. So um, I'm definitely going to get Omar. I'm going to write that down right now before I forget. Yeah. So you texted Omar. me. And you said, "Well, hey, we're we're going to go on a little bit early," um, and. Omar, he's he's in a rush tonight, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, thinking to myself, I better get on the road, and then I'm three quarters of the way here, and I'm like, uh oh, I'm not even close to home yet. That's whenever I texted you and said, hey, it's gonna be a photo finish, man, but it was much later than I had anticipated. For sure. Oh, that that's that that's not a problem. So we got the um, um, we we got the 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 humida uh, the scar medics humidimeter cut and light out of out of the way. Um, so we will go all the way back to the beginning now. And, uh, 
Let's see. So I mentioned the, the Drew Diplomat app. Make sure you download it. Make sure you take pictures of your cigars. Load them up. You can win some cool stuff. I'm in the mix right now for like six prizes. I'm hoping to win some kick-ass stuff. They have a little John Drew bobblehead. So there is just some stuff that I can't get from Drew Estate. So I got to log on and I got to try and win it uh, win it yeah. myself. Um, so oh, so we, we, we bypassed the housekeeping segment. Uh, brought to you by Cigar Bundles of Miami. Cigar Bundles of Miami, your one-stop shop for all your bundled cigars rolled right here in Florida, the cigar capital of the country, now also carrying full line of Drew Estate cigars. And if you're um, – um, Chris, did you see my super fan sticker? I did not. And then uh, on what? Super fan on what? On the uh, on our group? Where would you get the super fan sticker? Um, but um, so, yeah, if you're a member of our subscribe star, you get a, a, a great discount to Cigar Bundles in Miami. And actually, the owner of Cigar Bundles Miami, he's going to be on here in a couple weeks uh, chatting with us. Um, not much going on for uh, housekeeping since last week. Um, everything's been kind of the same. But uh, I did announce uh, last week or this week that uh, I will be attending all five uh, Drew Estate barn smokers. Um, that was kind of a decision that was made for me by Jessica. She flat out told me, she's like, you know what you're doing? You already said we're doing three together. She's like, you need to go and do the two by yourself. All right. So I'm going to do those two. So we're planning on a big thing out in uh, uh, New Orleans. So we're trying to get uh, who's because a uh, Caesar uh, and Robert from Smoke and Lead, they yeah. already said they already said they're coming. They got their tickets. Yeah. So I'm going to go um, all three ash holes. They're going to they're going to go out there. So we've got a, a group. We've got a Diggins maybe joining us out there. Martina Maya maybe joining us out there. Vic High Desert Man uh, will be joining us out there. So it's going to be a super cool time. Drew Estate said they'll definitely hook us up, you know, with a, a cool big review table. And I think that'll be a super cool. So everybody will be able to come to the New Orleans Barn Smoker at least and then see all of your favorite reviewers. So it'd be, I think that'd be such a cool thing to yeah. inter interact and meet everybody. And cause like I said, a lot of us have never met before. Vic's the only one I've met, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. you don't live too far from, uh, uh yeah, Caesar met, and Robert. yeah, Caesar and Robert, but that's it. So, so, uh, and then, um, I think, it, um, let's see, I had to hop off for a little bit of great stuff with Romar. Oh, thanks for, uh, uh coming back on, uh, Jason. Uh, let's see, just smoking with my buddy Jack in the basement, Brad. You can definitely win on the Drew Diplomat app. You can definitely win, man. P Chico Ray, you know, people's like, oh, Kevin, you can't win. You're part of like Drew Estate. And Chico Ray wins all the time. So if Chico can win, Kevin can win. So, uh, Elizabeth, we will, I will, Jessica and I will definitely see you in Connecticut. And then I will see you in uh, PA. I'll be there with my good buddy, um, uh, uh, Craig Vanderslice. So hopefully, uh, I, he'll let me stay at his house. Cause uh, I need uh, I need uh, to free up some, uh, some, some, some cash this time. Drew estate barn smokers can be expensive. Um, well, they can be, if you travel like me, you know, like I said, I, I make every event a three to five day event, you know, mm -hmm. go out to each of these. And, um, and then when you, when you leave with 12 cigars, but you come home with a hundred cigars and a bunch of other stuff, you know, I love antiquing. Next thing you know, it's like, I, I spent how much? How much yeah. money did I spend on cigars and antiques? <laughs> you know, the, the last trip to, was it? No, it was one I did by myself. So in Kentucky, I had to buy another suitcase and, uh, and bring home with me. I had to go down to the Walmart and get a suitcase. So that was. Uh, <laughs> and that, pay for the extra baggage on the airplane. I know that it was like $35 and it was just, <laughs> I'm like, what, whatever. 
whatever. So I just sucked it up. Cigar Show Tim, what's going on? We got the did I see the chief? I got the chief Stephen Finley in the uh, in in the house. Um, so yeah, so we uh, so we got through all that. So what have you been up to this week, Diggins? We haven't we haven't chatted all week. Uh, no, um, golly, just the grind, you know. Yeah, every it, every day doing it. This afternoon, I had gone every Sunday. I go down to my parents' house for, uh, you know, afternoon Sunday afternoon lunch. And my youngest son and his wife and my two-year-old granddaughter came over. So I got tied up with them, lost track of time. But it was nice hanging out with them today. Oh, it, it, it happens. You know, it's, yeah, uh, whenever, yeah, whenever my granddaughter comes over here or something like that, it's just, uh, um, it's just yeah, it just never time slips away. Next thing you know, it's a couple hours later. Yeah, you're like, oh, I, I got to go. I got to go. What have you yep. uh, been smoking this week? Anything special this week? Um. What have I been smoking? I did the uh, the the tobacco this morning. Uh, Jessica and I, I think we we reviewed the uh, the Psycho Seven um, um, uh, from um, um, I forget the name of the company, but uh, that was a good cigar. We uh, uploaded a couple videos, so we've been working on our our lights, and we have an, a, a video we uploaded yesterday, and that was on the uh, what the hell video? Uh, oh, the Mister Candela. So oh, that okay. was. So that was a great, uh, a great video. So you'll have to, you'll have to go back and watch that one. And, um, because, um, uh, I, I did, um, uh, I broke the, the, the review up into five segments. We are working on our lighting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, uh, and our color correction. So I've been trying to work on the color correction. And, um, so we broke it up. So we're having a contest on that. Um, you know, so people get a pick, whatever color correction that, um, that, and so far, like I said the, the my favorite that that I thought Jessica and I we did the best with is everybody's favorite. So it's oh, okay. uh, so it's it's never ending. It is never with you. You start down that rabbit hole of cigar reviews, and then you always want something a little bit different than everybody else is doing. And mm-hmm. um, I wish I had something like you kicked back in a chair. Everybody keeps saying they love that angle that you're at. They love that angle, and I'm like, damn it, you know, it's like you. You come out of the park, you at the very beginning. Accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> everybody loves it. You know, it's like me, people are like, oh, we can't hear you. Your lighting is too bright. We don't like the garage. Digging comes on. They're like, Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, we we like we like actually I need going. to turn that lamp on over there on the coffee table, don't I? Um, not really. I mean, it's just a, a skosh dark, but I wouldn't change anything right now. It's uh, I, I think it's I think it's fine. You know, Psycho Seven is Ventura cigars, yes. So uh, Michael Giannini is never going to watch this. So uh, he'll kick my ass that I forgot that uh, he gave me that cigar. So um, the psychos, the old version is better than the Nicaragua and the new one. Um, I didn't have the, uh, the old one. So I don't know anything about, but that one, the, the new one was, uh, was really good. So I, um, I dig, uh, dug it. I'm smoking a Cohiba Pequeno. The only thing I have in the truck right now, empty humid is sad. Oh, an empty humidor. I don't, I, a, a humidor with, 500 not I, and, and I don't, I don't want to be braggadocious or anything but a humidor with like 500 cigars in it freaks me out like oh my god like there's like no cigars left in here i don't even know what i'm gonna smoke you know uh, so i say about four or five boxes i start getting it, worried yeah it's uh yeah I, I start i start getting uh, uh nervous um it's um let's did, see. you know i won that um gurkha humidor yeah and it it's just a little desktop humidor, nothing fancy. 
well, actually, it is fancy, but it's Gurkha. Yeah. Um, Co and cover it with stickers. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm thinking about doing. But right now, I put it on this end table that's here next to me, and I filled it with show cigars that I can just grab for while we're here on the show. That way, I don't have to worry about oh, what am I gonna? I've got everything right here, man. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, that, that's where it needs to be, right by your side. So thank <laughs> yeah. you, Tim. The, the lighting is looking better. Yeah, that was one thing we were having a problem with is these signs were really reflective. I still think I may take some matte clear spray paint and spray paint over the signs so they're not quite as glossy. That might help take the uh, the shine off them. And then um, I do have one more soft box that's not on right now, so coming off to the side. So we're definitely we're definitely working. I've been working with a lot of people um, in, in, the, in the, the, the movie making world of trying to help me out. And I've actually got one coming over to my house uh, shortly to try and work on some other stuff. So we're uh, we're slowly uh, getting there. Um, Christina just pop in and say hi. Hope y'all are having an awesome night. We are definitely having an awesome night. Thank you, Miss Harrison. Um, let's see, travel human. Uh, where was that? Um, oh, just one from the Drew Diplomat. Oh, so you probably got an all painted one and everything else. So oh, that's super, super, super sweet. So, yeah, this one that I won from Gurkha, it's cool because it's it's got a green lacquer on it, but it's clear. So you can still see the wood grain under it. Oh, okay. But the, it's got that dark green lacquer on it. It's Like I said, it's pretty. It would just be a lot better. And it, it's got on the top the filigree, and then it says Gurkha, obviously, um, in hand-painted gold lettering. Yeah. I, That's what I need to cover up. Yeah, I'd, I'd sand it down and set it on fire, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, you know, uh, I get that nice burnt, uh, burnt. finish. Yeah, yep. exactly. Ron Real, what's going on, brother? Ron Real, he'll be on the show here uh, soon as well. Um, so yeah, it's a. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I like I said, I, I set fire to everything. Everything is just uh, if, it, if it's wooden, just set fire to it. You can always and it'll look uh, better. Yeah. So um, let's see, what do we got? Uh, what do we smoke? I'm not smoking until Wednesday. Going to let the body relax before I smoke a hundred cigars in Nika. And uh, you will too. Um, uh, those guys that come back, uh, I've got friends that go to Perdomo. They just actually come back from Perdomo. And uh, um, the, the rule is you can smoke as, as much as you want. Try not to waste anything is the, is the rule. Um, don't take more than what you're, what you're smoking. So if they offer cigars, don't take two or three and then hoard them. And then only smoke one. So uh, um, those guys are saying they're smoking between ten to twenty cigars a day, um, hmm. and it's just it's just one after another. And I don't, I, I'm like five cigars, and I am done, done. And now you know, and and down there, you know, and you get to smoke whatever you want. It'd be like, give me another T fifty two, give me another T fifty two, give me another T. Then after like five of those, and like I couldn't, you know, your your mouth would be just messed up messed mm -hmm. up your palate be fried yeah well and i would want to go down there with a fresh palate like like he's doing uh, um you know take a few days so i do have a fresh palate but i would want to first off go into just the blends i wouldn't want to smoke one that's already perfected and ready to go i want to taste each individual blend uh oh yeah uh, you know uh the viso of this one or the the, the ligero of that one you know um, oh, just exactly. That yeah, and, uh, um, uh, and I'm hoping to get to do that because I know um, uh, when I was rolling with Steve Saka, we were rolling the Tabaqueros, and it was you. He you he gave you the the tobacco, and he taught you how to roll your cigar. 
And it was just, and it was like a real thin, clumsily made cigar. It's not mm -hmm. meant to be a finished, you know, product. Yeah. But then you got to taste just that tobacco. Everything included yeah. is just that tobacco. And then that's when we learned when you got to the Lijero, Lijero doesn't burn. Like I said, you know, if you smoke just a, a, um, a cigar made with 100% of Lijero, you'd have to light it a million times. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. And that's what slows down the burn on a cigar. Mm -hmm. So a cigar that doesn't have any Lijero in it or very yeah. little, that cigar is actually going to burn uh, a whole lot faster. The Lijero mm -hmm. is what gives it the, the boldness, the spiciness, and it's actually um, uh, like slows down. Yeah. So it's uh, and how's that cigar? I haven't smoked that one yet. The boxer is good. What he does on the boxer, um, like now with the one you're smoking, for example, whenever they they make their bunch, they put that Lajero heavy in the t in the front, uh, yeah. in the foot. All right. So then once you move towards the back, it gets a little creamier. Um, but the boxer, they do it kind of a uh, half and half to where you've got a lot of Lijero up front and then it, it mellows out in the middle. And then you got a lot of hero Lijero at the back again too. So it's a good one. I really enjoy it. Oh, su super cool. Yeah. yeah uh, oh, Steven, I'm uh, going to attempt the full acid line if it's possible. Uh, if, if they, if they, if they have them down there, it's uh you need to sneak in to figure out how they're doing that. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that room is off limits. That is a, uh, that is a room that nobody gets into the, uh, the aging room, the ap application room, what, whatever that room is, mm -hmm. that, that room is. Uh, I remember going to see my buddy and uh, uh, he's uh, in the army, Sarasota, and uh, they have a, a reserve station there. And I went and saw him one day and there was a, a room with all these stickers, these biohazard, everything else. And I'm like, hey, what's in that room? And he goes, uh, surface to air missiles. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, that's just, they want to keep them here. I go, can I see them? He goes, nobody's allowed in that room. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to see them. I don't want to touch them. He's like, no, nobody's allowed in that room. <laughs> so, but I have the boxer in my humidor. I haven't smoked it yet. I haven't smoked it um, um, uh, at all either. Um, they also had, which we didn't get time to, to get into them because Jessica and I have, we're going to do a two pack of the, uh, or a, a two part review of the Inversa and the Nevetta, which, uh, which he takes his cigar and then I forget, you know, whatever one it is, you know, the wrapper and the binder, mm -hmm. he, take, he takes the exact same cigar and that's the Inversa. And then the binder becomes the wrapper and then the wrapper becomes the binder. Uh -huh. So he flops them. Everything else on the inside is the exact same, except they, they switch those two. And I can't, I can't wait. Cause I don't know if anybody else has ever done that. Yeah. You know, I can't where, think of any, anyone that i would know uh any cigars that i can think of yeah because they but say that would be an interesting comparison it would be because they say you get the majority of your flavor you know through the through the wrapper mm -hmm. so we definitely want to do that one first and then see how that how that changes yeah you know and uh, uh so su super cool we can't wait to uh smoke that and then uh see how that goes along yeah yeah so um let's see uh and Steven, uh, looking to drink all the fruity drinks I can find. Don't judge me. Uh, well, I mean, you got you got to drink something down there because like I said you can't drink the ice, can't drink the water, except the bottled water that Drew gives you. And um, so, yeah, it's uh, you'll uh, you got to stay hydrated, man. So you, you got to stay hydrated. Drink away. Drink, drink away, and it's uh, it, it'd be it'd be tough with no ice. I just uh, I don't know. I, I'd have to pack my own ice. I don't know if I can get that on TSA. You know, I'm the only guy that shows up with. No luggage, no nothing else. 
just a cooler of ice. And I'll be like, yeah. where's the Bacardi and where's just, the diet? You just yeah. take you just take a couple handfuls of the bottled water they're handing out and tell the lady oh. in the house, housekeeping, hey, why don't you drop some of these in the freezer for me? You, my friend, are a genius. Steven, Steven Finley, are you are you listening? Freeze your water bottle and then bust it up, and then you can have a mixed drink. I never would have thought about that. I would have gotten back and then you'd have said that. And I've been like, wait, what? I could have done, <laughs> I could have done what? I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so genius. I'm sure, I'm sure someone else, I'm sure nobody else has ever thought of that because uh, you never hear, you never hear anybody saying, yeah, I know you I've can't do it. Water. I did it yeah, in Costa Rica. I, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Like I said, you're the only one. Cause you never hear someone going, yeah, I just busted up my bottled water. Nobody has ever said that <laughs> ever. So that's a that, that's the engineer inside you. You you work around them solutions. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Whatever's clever, right? Whatever is clever. So all right. So getting next to our um uh, our next segment here, which is uh, uh Fox Cigar. We've got. Let me find the uh, the banner. It's here somewhere. Uh, just the tip presented by Fox Cigar Industry News. We don't give you uh, the full details. We give you just the tip. So um, uh, tonight, uh, industry news. Other than the, the the dumb shit going on with the uh, the FDA, but uh, yeah. we'll get to that in a second. But uh, Drew Estate launches. They are in full production of their um, uh, uh, the Undercrown Corona Pequeñas. Did yep. you get your package? Did you get your package yet? That I sent no. you. Oh, okay. So, so I'll be uh, interested in your your opinion. So, on those cigars, so the uh, the both the shade and the Maduro, uh, the Undercrown shade Maduro, come in a four by forty four, petite Corona uh, format, and they're calling it the the Corona Pequeño, which is, I mean, you can see it's a pretty, it's a pretty small cigar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I keep forgetting I move my camera. Um, the uh, um, on the the the, uh, the the Maduro is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Um, uh, the binder, Connecticut stock cut with a sun-cured Habano. Filler is Brazilian and Nicaraguan. They come in 32-count boxes, for and it's 176 bucks a box for 32 of them. Um, wow. The shade, ra- the shade uh, comes in an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, a binder of Sumatra. The filler is Dominican and Nicaraguan. I tell you right now, I smoked this little Maduro last night. This four by forty-four petite Corona Maduro with about forty-five minute burn. Yeah, and it about dropped me to my knees. Um, this cigar was—I don't know if it was because I didn't have something in me, but this was powerful. This was this reminds me of a flying pig. It's—I don't know what they do to these little cigars, but man, they pack a punch. So and then I smoked the uh, uh, after about a thirty minute break of getting caught up, a little bit of chocolate. I smoked that shade, and it was fantastic. Um, absolutely, mm-hmm. for being an Ecuadorian Connecticut, no bitterness, no spice on that cigar. Um, uh, now, you, now you need to smoke the two together at the same time. Yes, and then uh, try and retrohale him like Stephen did, and he almost died. So I am not going to to try that. Um, that would be a great go-to cigar for those short smokes. Not a bad price. Really, not a um, a bad price at all. Sometimes I do those little tins, like the little tiny ones, like the, yeah. the coronet, the coronets. And sometimes those are are just they're too they're too short. You know, you, you get 15, 20 minutes, and then you end up smoking two of them. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely the um, um, the the best little 
um, uh, cigar. So that's pretty much all it for the uh, uh, for the industry news. Uh, once again, uh, presented by uh, uh, our partners at Fox Cigar. Um, Other than it's not, I guess, industry news. It's industry politics with the well. I guess it is industry news with them potentially stopping us from purchasing online tobacco. Yeah, you know, um, and uh, and the Trump administration, the, the people that are um, in, that will be in charge of of dealing with that when it goes to the Senate. They have already said if for some reason it makes it all the way through and it makes it on President Trump's desk that uh, he, he will veto. He, he will veto it. But there, there's yeah. no way it's going past the Senate. And, and the Senate is where you got the, the heavy hitters of the cigar smoking uh, uh, big wigs in, in Congress or in, in yeah. Washington, D.C. So there, there's no way, um, uh, especially with the but with it passing on Friday, uh, it definitely raised some red flags for everybody. It raised some red flags because what was surprising to a lot of people in um, uh, in in the uh, industry, uh, the cigar industry, that there was no heads up. Like mm -hmm. this came this came up it was like, hey, we're going to be voting on this, and then everybody was like, wait, what? They had never. I mean, it boggles my mind how something can get through a committee and how it can come up for vote, and then with us being in the cigar industry, I'm just not hearing about it. You know, with with, uh, with uh, like Dr. Gabby Caffey, who has his thumb on the pulse, um, he was he was taken back. He had not heard anything about this, um, and a lot of people had not heard anything. Uh, the CRA, Glenn Loop, all those guys, and it was just a shocker that this was coming up for a vote, and yeah. just out of the blue. So I don't know how they snuck that. Um, uh, they yeah. snuck that by. It'd be. Yeah. We'll see what Bill has to say about it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely, and um. And like I said, it's and and the whole it was it's banning online, it's been you know and I and I wish that when, when everybody keeps talking about flavored cigars, flavored cigars, I wish someone would finally put out a release. What are you considering a flavored cigar? Now for me, like a Swisher sweet grape, you know, or the or my brother-in-law, his favorite, think... the wine flavored. Is that what they're considering? Because because I know Drew Estate, Drew Estate does not make flavored cigars. Drew Estate makes infused cigars. Infused cigars. And that's so, the difference, I think, you, that people need to at least try and wrap their head around is uh, it's still premium tobacco, you know, uh, long fill, good stuff, aged tobacco. It's not the processed pulp tobacco that you're getting when you buy a Swisher that, or a White Owl that's only made for you know, for them to, to dump out the filler and, and put something green leafy in there. It, um, it, exactly. It's whenever they, the processed filler and the flavored, I mean, you know, it's like a pulp that they used. Oh, exactly. You know, so that, so, and then I know the one thing, you know, that was getting lumped in with that was menthol cigarettes. Uh -huh. the, uh, and, um, and I know the, uh, um, uh, the NAACP um, uh, uh, part of their faction was, was against it because it said it would uh, dispar disproportionately affect the African American smoker. Who the African American smoker is is, I guess, predominantly smoking, which I did not know. They predominantly menthol. smoke as a uh, 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 menthol cigars or uh, um, cigarettes. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that was a. a I thought you know I, I didn't yeah. I did not just thought they smoked everything else with with the rest, but uh, I've never. I don't think I've ever had a menthol cigarette, so I don't. It's been yeah. 20, 20 years since I've tried a cigarette, so 
I've had plenty of menthol cigarettes. Not a fan though. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. So I, I definitely, um, um, don't see them lumping Drew Estate in with that, but, 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 you know, because Drew Estate is owned by Swisher, I could see Swisher fighting that, uh, tooth and nail of, of trying to get, cause that, that is a huge industry. That is a, you know, Swisher has that industry locked up, you know, yeah. it's got, it's gotta be a billion dollar industry. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that, um, uh, going anywhere. And then the whole thing of, uh, finally getting, the uh, premium cigars exempted from uh, the pre-market testing and everything else, which that was the good part. That was one of the, um, uh, uh, I forget the young lady's name from Florida. She added that part into the bill, but then she also added what she, what she was deeming a premium cigar at any cigar over $12, you know, would be, you know, and then, you know, probably about a year ago, there were some groups pushing to make that a $10 cigar is what you would mm-hmm. deem a, a premium cigar. I don't know what, 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 what you, I don't, I don't uh, think you, I, you can't put, I mean, to me, a premium cigar is what the, um, um, uh, the, the cigar rights of America, the boutique cigar, their, their definition, it's not premium, it's premium hand rolled cigar. So exactly. any, anything hand rolled. And now, you know, Why does it have to have a monitor a, a, a value on it? it, it exactly. You know, um, so premium aged tobacco, hand rolled tobacco. Yep. And then, uh, or in uh, JC Newman's uh, um, case, it's uh, uh, there. There's they are not machine made cigars. Those are machine assisted cigars. Yeah, on you know, antique machines. Yeah. So, so I, I watched that machine, and it, it does take some skill from a uh, a very well oper you know good operator rolling you know and, and prepping that machine. So yeah, the machine mm-hmm. does the bulk of the work, but it is machine assisted. So I'm yeah. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that would be something like that. Anybody that actually any type of hand operation, if there is a human involved with touching the tobacco at any at any stage, that is yeah. a that is a premium cigar, you know, and it should be, uh, um, should, should be, you know, shouldn't be reflected in a price point, you yeah. know, just, just because a cigar is $2 versus, you know, where, where's the $12 price? Where'd that come from? $15, 20, where it is, just makes uh, no sense, you know, you know, where, you know, so if you were to, and, and, and I'll, and I'll uh, put this out there for everybody in the, uh, uh, the viewers as well. If you were to put, if you had to put a price tag, the government's like, okay, we got to nail down a price tag of what a premium cigar is. What is, what is your price tag on what a premium cigar is? I can't, I can't say that because I can go down to the local liquor store right now, spend four bucks and get a good cigar. And it's made by yep. crown heads. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, four, four, six, seven. I, I think seven's a pretty solid number. Seven's a solid number. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if they want twelve, split the difference and go six. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I, I don't know. And then Kevin and I said uh, uh, it varies by state. I think that would just have to be MSRP. And, you know, MSRP would be you know a set a set figure. Um, but Chris Wark, uh, that's the number I would have said, $5 and over. I'd, I'd say, you know, $5 because there, there are some really good $4 cigars out there. So mm-hmm. those those guys just raise their price by a buck. You yeah. know, if you're, if you're used to smoking a $4 cigar, if they raised it to five, no, nobody's going to, you know. Nobody's going to, yeah. 
nobody's going to blink blink an eye, but that would kill bundle purchases. It would. But then be. again, like you smoke tobacco every morning, you buy those in the by the bundle, or you get those by the bundle, you know. And what do you spend? Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah, those actually come in a box. Oh, really? I thought they were a bundle cigars. Yeah, no, the tobaccos are uh, box cigars. The Project Forty by Alec Bradley is a little over five bucks, and um, yeah. If, is it going to be MSRP? Then we have to worry about inflated MSRPs and everyone making their own price. That yes, yeah. you hit the you hit the nail on the head, Jason, of why you can't put a price on there because it would be inflated prices, you know, and it and it would go up across the board. You know, uh, you know, uh, crown heads. You know, if they rate if they got to raise this one a dollar to meet the the this threshold, they're most mm-hmm. likely going to raise. I would think every cigar a dollar. It would yeah. just it would trickle up. You know their exactly, their, yeah. their entire line. So I I don't know if if they would do that or if any manufacturer would do that, but I I would see that that's what they would do. Yep. So, all right. So let's get let's get down. Um, uh, we've got um, let's do, let's do our uh, um our our giveaway. We're uh, uh um, so time for the tap and ash and taking names giveaway by Donley Honduras Tobacco, proud makers of the Don Juan Calavaras and the Flor Maya cigars. Um, tonight we're giving away, as always, we're giving away a two pack of uh, cigars from Donley Honduras Tobacco. Um, we're giving away a two-pack. We got a couple of Acid Beach, which is Jessica and I. That's probably the last six months. That's been our favorite acid cigar uh, is the Beach, courtesy of Corona Cigar. And then, to revisit some acids. Yes, yes, you do. And then we have a three-pack of cigars from uh, Cigar Bundles of Miami. And then alongside of that, we have a two-pack of cigars from this company right here. So yes, a two pack of cigars from Frontline Cigars. Um, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't write down a um, uh, a question. Let's see. I'm going to go all the way back to see who was paying attention um, at the very, very beginning. Um, let's see. I got a couple good questions, but I'm trying to think of one that's not not too hard, but it's not um, not too uh, easy either. Let's see. What? Okay. What? In, in honor of our, our guest tonight, let me get back over to uh, com- the comments here. Love the bass. The bass is kicking in my ear as well. So I had the beach from you, Kevin. Right on, Pete. Um, let's see. Uh, Fratello from Fratello Cigars. What does Fratello mean in uh, Italian? Oh, that's a good one. So uh, Go. That was a cool little story about how he came up with the name, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Let's see. The first one was um, Brother. I um, I saw that, which was Adam Wolf, I believe. Let's see. Oh, no, that was uh, during I clicked on the wrong one. Let's see. Let's see. Nope. It was uh, Jessica Davia, Italian for Brother. So she is at the – let me just crawl up and see. She is at the top of my list, and there was – just let everybody know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people, nine, ten, 11, all at uh, uh, 806. 
So the timestamps were the same, but I have to go with the very first one that is up on my screen. So um, Jessica, you will you will get the cigars, but, uh, but not you, the humidimeter, yeah, right? You, you have won the uh, the humidimeter, so um, I will uh, I'll get you your uh, your cigars out. Um, so let me. Uh, who said frat brother, Kevin? No, uh, that was I think. Uh, yeah, well, they're they're kind of. Um, they're kind of, let's see. Oh, uh, Jack said friend. No, let's see. Uh, smoking Ronnie, smoking Ronnie. How come? So, uh, yes. So Jessica, you, you definitely won again. You're on fire, Jessica. So as, as always. So, all right. I think that's, um, that's all we got. I think it's going to be a, uh, a short show tonight. We're, uh, I'm, uh, I know, you know, my address. I know, I know your address cause it's still in my software because I just sent you a package out. <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to have your address but Jessica because Jessica may may be putting this order together and we only read our emails please I know it's a pain in the butt Kevin at cigarprop.com um, definitely um, uh, send me your email or, or mailing address again just so it's in my email it's red Jessica and I will see it and we'll definitely get you um, get you out there um chris haskell hop on us with us tonight if you are available i'm definitely available chris so um um send me the link i don't know diggins are you available for a uh, virtual herf after the show are you, uh, uh, yeah yeah probably about 10 minutes after the show but yeah send me the link so so right on so uh, i definitely appreciate everybody uh, uh being on as always if you're uh um, we've got the new shirts just the tip we got the hats just the tip that's on the cigar prop um uh, website or you can go right to tapthatcigar.com and and check that out make sure you follow uh, cigar prop and diggins the cigar spy on all the social medias um, you can find those links down below and a link to all of our show sponsors i definitely appreciate everybody um beyond tonight some instagram followers yes diggins needs some instagram followers everybody so um definitely uh hook them up with that and let, let me find our um, our outro here. So I definitely want to thank everybody for, for coming on tonight. So, oh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we have um, – yes. let's, let's go over tomorrow's impromptu night live show. We have Dr. Bill Ragone from the Global Leaf. Uh, he's also a CRA ambassador as well as an ambassador for the Smoking Shields. Next Sunday we have a, a fellow Texan, David Skelton, of the Texas Cigar Roadshow. Uh, he'll be one of our guests. A fantastic um, um, a YouTube channel that he has. And then next Monday, the man himself, John Cancel. Juan Cancel with uh, Protos <laughs> Protocol Cigars. So let me just go back to our comments here. All right, everybody, we will... Uh, Monday Night Live brought to you by Corona Cigar Company. Yes, yes. Diggins just got himself a lighter, got himself some cigars. So Diggins is the man. So, all right, hang out for a second, Diggins, and everybody, we will see you here uh, tomorrow night.